What's up, everybody? I'm Danielle. And I'm Rob. We were so obsessed with Quibi, the new streaming service that's taking over the zeitgeist, that we went ahead and made a podcast about it. This is Quibiverse. Quibi's going to be a fucking roller coaster, and we're riding that thing straight to hell. So slap on those AirPods and get on for the ride. Here's what's going on today in the Quibiverse. And we're back. Welcome to another riveting episode of Quibiverse. It's a fresh day and a fresh subject. It's a new day to dig into some dirt. It sure is. We're going to do a deeper look today at J-Cats and Megwit, the two people solely responsible for bringing us Quibi. For changing the world. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> With content. <laughs> so, so, Rob, I just want to bring something up that you mentioned in past episodes mm-hmm. that if I was listening, I might have a problem with. And since yeah. I was listening, I do. And yeah. that's the fact that you said you were scared of Meg Whitman. Yes. So let's speak to that a little bit. She gives me weird vibes. I don't know. Okay. Well, let me just ask, are you scared of powerful women no well she's perfectly friendly she's beautiful i think and she is a ceo she's powerful she's smart she's risen to the top of the ranks in yeah. a man's world she's a leader you know what i'm a meg Whitman stan all right good for her good for you <laughs> thank you i just let's i mean looking at her bio yeah ceo of hewlett packard it's impressive i could never do it ceo of ebay ceo of ebay Sounds boring. <laughs> yeah, it sounds really boring, but it's also like a huge deal. Yeah. Executive level positions at Procter & Gamble. They make every single product you've ever used in your life, Rob. Yeah. Uh, Hasbro, we love games. Yeah, she's a beast. And Walt Disney Company, and on the lesser side of things, Bain & Company, we don't like that. But Walt Disney, Rob, what's yeah. your problem? I, good I don't for have Meg. a problem. I'm only here to throw out hot takes, hot okay. garbage takes. That's All it. Right. They don't, there's no, there's, they don't mean anything. All right, Rob, listen, I just said I'm a Meg Whitman stan and I'm going to stand by that. But perhaps one of the vibes you were getting was the fact that Meg made a bit of a gaffe recently, I guess a couple months ago. She, and she even said, I made a terrible mistake. She made a dig at journalists, Rob. Yeah. Uh, I was getting a cold vibe. That's, that, the, that's the vibe I was getting, by An the way. anti-journalist vibe? Yes. <laughs> Trying so, to stop us from doing our jobs. She she mentioned, she compared them to sexual predators or something, oh. right? Did she? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so was that from the vibe you were getting, Rob? Or I don't know. Not? I was getting a very cold vibe. Sometimes that have you ever seen Devil Wears Prada? But there's plenty of CEOs that are like that. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes that's what people need to be to rise to the top. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think she throws hot soup at her employees? No. Oh, <laughs> I was expecting you <laughs> to say she? yes. No. <laughs> do have, I don't know. Do you I have know. some hot goss for me? No, not yet. But oh. I would love it if people slid into our DMs and told us if Meg Whitman throws hot clam chowder <laughs> at her employees, please let us know. Um. Well, I don't get that vibe. I just, she did have this gaffe. She's apologized for it. She used an analogy. What did she say? She compared journalists, I'm pretty sure, to sex offenders or like That's exactly predators. what she said? Let's find the exact quote. She I said an unfortunate choice of words that has nothing to do with who she is. Okay. A spokeswoman at Quibi declined to comment on it. I really, I mean, yeah, she compared journalists to sexual predators. And as someone who, <laughs> I wish you all could see Rob's face. 
As someone who makes a lot of stupid comments, if you recorded every stupid comment I make, like we're doing with this podcast, mm-hmm. I'd probably be ashamed of some of the stuff I've said too. For sure. So I'm not ready to write Meg off for that. Okay. I'm not going to cancel her. Okay, good. I so, don't cancel people. So we're currently team Meg, both of us. Fine. Now let's talk a little bit about J-Cats. Daddy Cats. Daddy Cats. He's got a history. As we mentioned, he is responsible for Shrek. He's also responsible... I stand. Yeah. I mean, he's also responsible for fucking Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Mm-hmm. And Nightmare Before Christmas. Pew. Fabulous movies. So... He and Road to El Dorado. <laughs> now, to be fair, let yes. me be fair here with my hot garbage takes, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. I also feel like I don't I wouldn't want to hang out with this guy. So you're an equal opportunity. He seems like he's difficult to work with. Wow. Difficult to work with. Yeah, yeah I am I have to say I'm glad you're using that phrase on a man. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Well, I watched their uh, couple of keynotes that they did. Yeah. And I, just hearing them, the way they talk, he seems like a stubborn guy. Mm. Like the there was a Wired talk and Wired was like asking some pointed questions and there he was say, maybe putting some words in his mouth and he had, he had to like, you know, counterpoint everything. Oh, he's the not going to let you Wired get away with saying. shit. Right. He was like, well, actually, you know, you're asking all the wrong questions. You're not even... You know, Ooh, you're yeah. asking. I love when people tell journalists they're mm-hmm. asking the wrong questions. Mm-hmm. It's like when politicians at a debate are like, oh, you asked a question. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, they were poking holes in his value prop and he didn't like that. Value prop. We know all about that from mm-hmm. our past at tech companies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't still really know what they're talking about. But <laughs> <laughs> what is Quibi's value prop, Rob? Uh, They claim that they are revolutionizing mobile video mm-hmm. by designing video for your phone that you can flip. Right. Vertical. Oh, we've discussed that. Or horizontal. Yes. And it's all under 10 minutes. Yes. And it's supposed to be watchable on the subway or when you're traveling somewhere. Well, it doesn't have that. That around. has to do with the internet. Yeah. If you have internet connection. Right. So They're going to run two streams at the same time <laughs> to give you both of these feeds that you don't want. <laughs> <laughs> so we've we this is our third episode and you've given me this rundown three times now and every time I start thinking oh that is revolutionary until I stop myself and realize no it's not so it really <laughs> is just the re- repetition of it that makes it seem re- revolutionary um all right so Jeffrey Katz we do respect him even if he sounds like a little tough to work with yeah right we respect him yes he's done great work and if he's listening to this and if she's listening to this like please don't sue us <laughs> i just want to talk about hashtag please don't sue when us. i when i searched jeffrey katzenberg one of the big articles about him is a new york times article and the headline is don't say no to jeffrey oh boy and the first line is jeffrey katzenberg is gnawing on a pencil now if that doesn't make someone sound like an absolute beast yeah i don't know what will <laughs> They're really painting a picture. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> but as we said, these people come from a lot of success. So maybe they'll be able to bring those things to Quibi. Now, I want to talk about Jeffrey Katzenberg on a personal note for a minute because that's all we have left. Sure. My mom once almost hit Jeffrey Katzenberg with a car. <laughs> and this is a story that I'm very comfortable saying because thank God she did not because then we wouldn't have Quibi. Mm-hmm. But we were in LA. I don't have a driver's license, so my mom had to drive me around. I'm a child in that way, even though, as we mentioned, I'm 31. <laughs> and 
She was driving me around. She was doing a really risky left turn, quite frankly, into a parking lot when who was crossing that parking lot but one Jeffrey Katzenberg. The sun was shining, gleaming across his powerball head. (laughs) His glasses were immediately recognizable, and he made direct eye contact with my mom as if to say, you fucking bitch. Oh my God, I can't believe (laughs) he said that with his eyes. Well, I would say that too if someone almost ran me over, to be fair. Mm -hmm. But it was like, don't you realize I am the CEO of DreamWorks and the future CEO of Quibi. (laughs) So that's my personal connection with J-Cats. What parking lot was it? It was in the fancy area. It was like Beverly Hills-ish area near... um, Wolfgang Puck's restaurant, whatever that's oh, called. Oh, it was outside of a restaurant? So fancy, mm. so chic. Why was he walking? No one walks in LA. Really, it was his fault he almost got hit by my mom's he car. He should have taken a helicopter up. Oh. oh, shoot. We ran out of time. That's how long these episodes are. Sorry. Hope you don't find it annoying because it's Quibi's entire business model. To see how this conversation ends, tune in next time on Quibiverse. Thanks for listening, and please rate, subscribe, and share with your favorite Quibillionaire wannabes. See you in a Quibi.